a Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ, Landon the Daz Stone, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news. Happy Labor Day, by the way. Hopefully, you were able to take today off, uh, get a little R&R, enjoy a long weekend if not hopefully your work is giving you some time and a half or if not you can get a floating holiday down the road uh or if you're an international listener happy monday hopefully you had a good weekend at this point i would like to bring in my friend you know her you love her she is my tag team partner she is my co-host she is the rising star in the podcasting game she is the rising star in the streaming world. She hosts her own podcast, Adventures with Steffers. Be sure to check that wherever you get your fine podcast. Subscribe and leave a five-star review for my friend and yours. It's Steffers! Steffers, what's up, my friend? Happy Labor Day. Happy days of labor. <laughs> you know, it is weird. Uh, it's a holiday, and it's called Labor Day because, uh, personally, I'm not a fan of labor. That's just me, but I understand why it is called labor uh, because we have these things called weekends and 40-hour work weeks and stuff like that because people did put in the labor. So tip of the cap to uh, my friends of the past, but it is a little bit weird that we have a holiday called Labor Day. Just me. I mean, deep. Happy Monday. Yeah, this has been Random Observations with Landon. Yeah. <laughs> Our pre-recording situation has been weird. We're just weird. It's going to be a weird day. Yeah, weird yeah. Episode. Uh, it's just how it's going to go, guys. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Yeah, if your expectations were low, go ahead and lower them even further. No, it- no, no. No, no, no. Keep them, keep them at the moderately low level, but also... Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well said, Steffers. Well said. Um, uh, our first story is Disney Park related, but it's kind of an odd, unique story. Because when I was gathering stories to talk about on this week's podcast, this one caught my eye because, like I said, it does involve Disney Parks. But this is a story that is very social media driven. And it's a social media platform that I personally don't use because I feel like I'm a little bit too dang old to be on the TikTok. So I'll toss it over to my friend and noted young person, Steffers. Uh, Steffers, Disney recently announced that they have teamed up with TikTok to create new text-to-speech voices. Noted young person, Steffers, what does that mean? That means exactly this, Landon, and literally everyone on the internet. Does Disney is the best podcast ever or does does disney it's the best podcast ever or does does disney it's the best podcast ever and personally my favorite is the ghost host because it sounds the most close to the actual ghost host and i did not mean for that good flow as well as that did well well steffers you uh you are a poet and apparently you did not know it i was going to say those voices sound very similar to the ghost host and madame leota that one might find in disney's haunted mansion and that first one i believe is some sort of pirate from a pirate of the caribbean slash caribbeans uh from the ride correct mundo and i will say I made a, uh, a TikTok yes, when you're listening to this yesterday, and I was using the text-to-speech feature because I forgot to talk in my video because my brain was broken, evidently. And I was like, oh, there's a Disney like tab on here. So essentially, when you're making a video and, and you, want, uh, you want it to speak the words to you without you speaking the words, there's a Disney tab in the text-to-speech, and you have a pirate, Madame Leota, and the ghost host. And my personal favorite is still the ghost host, though. That's pretty sure. nifty, pretty, and, and we found uh, messing around with it before we started uh, rolling on uh, this episode. Uh, there are certain words that this uh, filter oh, will not oh, say, yes. will not Correct. say. This is a G voice-to-text, or text-to-speech, whatever it's called, filter, so. Uh, you it can- will say suck. But that's probably <laughs> as best as you're going to get. Yes. I didn't try dumb, but curse words, uh, sexual anything, or uh, 
profanity, obviously. Just, yeah, just keep it not explicit for the family and friends at home, which I think is really smart on their part to have, oh, if they're one, trying to maintain their brand, I think that that's very good. Yes. Not that we were trying to make it say something stupid. But... No, absolutely not. Not us, Landon and Steph. We're just quality checking things for you, the of listener. Yes, absolutely. Quality control. But if uh, you want to make some explicit uh, content, you can do this in four easy steps. You uh, create a new post using the plus button. You then hit the edit, the vintage, video slash image, and then hit next. Then tap text and add your caption and then tap text to speech button. Then select the Disney voice you would like to add. And once again, your options are uh, a Disney pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean, Madame Leota, or the ghost host from Disney's Haunted Mansion, respectively. I've really enjoyed that you just walked through a how to, <laughs> like verbally. Yeah. <laughs> Because Quality guess what, Steppers? We're all not dome. noted young people like you. Okay? okay, let's hold on here. There are plenty of our friends who are not as young as I, but also not old, that can use this feature. And the first person that comes to mind is Frank. Okay, the fact that you said the first person that comes to <laughs> mind is Frank and his entire gimmick is old man Frank. I think kind of uh, pokes a hole in your nope, argument there, noted not. young person. Nope. Speaking of young people, <laughs> speaking of young people, we are floating on to Animal Kingdom. You see how wow. I did that? I, I thought mm -hmm. that that was quality. Uh, <laughs> Adventures Flotilla debuts at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Characters from Up, which is personally my favorite Pixar movie. Really? That's 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 your number one Pixar movie. Yes, because okay. what what is your number one Pixar movie? Incredibles. Oh no! See, or I'm, maybe, not, ma I'm not. Toy Story Two. Toy Story. Okay, so Toy Story mm. is a very close second. Yeah. But the problem is, is I get I. This is going to sound terrible. I enjoy the feels that I get from Up, and I just think the over overarching story, like it's like a love story, but then it's mm -hmm. like you you know healing. It's a journey of healing, and we all just need that in our lives sometime. i get that and then uh coming in third place uh the b no. movie with jerry seinfeld is that pixar and then uh that's not pixar we'll that's say not... the second minions movie after that's... that no we are actually no no all of the minions movies are my favorite like... pixar movies you literally just gave me a headache. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. the, <laughs> I the, doubted the, myself. The my one dog. where where the minion says banana. I like that one. That's my favorite. One. Banana? Yeah. That was pretty quality, I have to say. Uh, it looks like it is just... It doesn't... There's only one character on here. It says characters from Up, but I only... Well, in, in the picture, it's just Russell. But on, yeah. the, on the Up flotilla, it's Russell and Doug. So, uh, so his Ooh. his lovable uh, canine companion is on the flotilla with him, but that's not the only character flotilla that is debuting at the Animal Kingdom. Um, you might have heard of him. He's the richest duck in all of Duckburg. It's Scrooge McDuck and his friend Launchpad McQuack from Ducktales. Say that ten times fast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know my limits, Steffers. But uh, I think this is exciting. Obviously, we are seeing a return to more traditional meet and greets at other parks. But for whatever reason, Animal Kingdom has been kind of hesitant or slow rolling out those traditional meet and greets. Though we do have an update on traditional meet and greets returning to Animal Kingdom coming up. But they've really leaned into the uh, flow, the character flotillas since reopening post-pandemic. And I am glad to see that they are continuing to use the character flotillas because I think that adds some ambiance that is cool and unique to Animal Kingdom. It's an experience that you really can't get anywhere else on the Walt Disney World property. And I think it's cool, that, particularly in the case of DuckTales, that this IP is getting more representation because I love me some DuckTales. I would like to second that in terms of the ambiance. I was I was going to say, and then you said it, so then I was just like, all right, he got he got it. But I think the difference between Animal Kingdom is it's very much an atmosphere, like there it it just differs 
greatly from the other parks in terms of just the overall ambiance, the atmosphere, the environment. You're really taking in the animals, the sights, the sounds, the this, the that. So I really think the flotillas add a whole extra element mm-hmm. of that and just contributes to that kind of image that they are going with. Um, Scrooge McDuck. I'm kind of confused why Animal Kingdom, but well, he's a duck staffers. Is that really the logic we're going with? I mean, it's called the Animal Kingdom. But and okay, and, and ducks no, are I'm animals. Gonna, forget it, forget it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe he he better in a different park. But I couldn't tell you which park. I just feel like Animal Kingdom's a weird choice. But maybe, hmm. maybe, maybe not. I don't. Anyone who's listening. Scrooge McDuck, I'm not saying get rid of him, because I agree that he needs more representation, but would you put him in Animal Kingdom and I'm just crazy? Or is there another park that you could potentially see him in? And I, I really, I can't picture him anywhere else now that I've seen seen it in the wild, but I'm curious to know what the folks at home think. Well, if I remember correctly, at one point uh, when Disney launched the new version of DuckTales, <laughs> a few years ago there was that interactive uh, scavenger hunt in Epcot Uh, I could be misremembering that so maybe in Epcot but again that kind of feels like like a little bit of a stretch but I I don't necessarily hate him being in Epcot because I mean uh, Donald and Daisy particularly Donald are featured very heavily in Animal Kingdom so I I don't know maybe maybe they're using my very uh that's fair very simple logic is a duck and we have a park called animal kingdom and ducks are animals so there you go speaking of ducks speak speaking of ducks and speaking of animal kingdom donald daisy chippendale are returning to Dinoland usa this weekend so this past weekend for meet and greets Yes. Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Chippendale will return to Dinoland USA after only appearing on a flotilla for the past couple of years due to the world being on fire. Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, and Chippendale return on September 4th, which was yesterday. And yes, the Chipmunks will be in their iconic dino outfit, which are yes. my personal favorite outfits that they own. 1,000%. I am not a huge Dinoland USA fan, but... I am a huge fan of them outfits. What? Yeah, I'll echo exactly what Steffers said. We've asked and pontificated several times, as a matter of fact, on this podcast, what you do with Dinoland USA. But uh, Chip and Dale dressed up in their dino costumes is just something I will never pass up the opportunity to A, get a picture of, and B, if I'm fortunate enough, get my picture with Chip and Dale in their dino costumes. So uh, next time I'm in Animal Kingdom, I am looking forward to uh, getting to do that that meet and greet and get my picture taken with that crew. I mean, no shade on Donald and Daisy, but the real main event, the real draw here is Chip and Dale in those dope dino outfits. We love dinos. (laughs) And again, this is a step returning back to the way things were before the world caught fire. I've said it, but I, I, I doubt we can ever get back you know to the way really things funny? were. You know what's really funny? Well, this next story is also a step in the right direction, but before we get to that, I will say that I feel like once all this construction is done, like all the new things are like out and like into the world, I feel like that'll help the feels of the normals. Because mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people are still going to the parks and it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty close to to what I think is normal, but <laughs> the little odds and ends that we're getting back really, I think, solidify, and I think all of that will be done by the time that our, all of this construction business is wrapped up, too. It'll just be like a little completion of the circle. That's a fair point, because I, I, I do feel like we are getting very close to quote-unquote normal again. Whether we should be or not, that's a completely different conversation and quite frankly that's for a completely different podcast i'm not talking to another episode of this podcast i'm saying a whole different podcast we're here to talk about you know uh fun whimsical stuff like you know chip and dale dressed up as dinosaurs not you know dark and tragic stuff like that but uh yeah um another thing that adds to the ambiance adds to the feeling of normal particularly in epcot is 
that cultural representation that you get when you walk around the World Showcase. And part of what gives you that feeling and representation of the 11 different countries that represent and make up the World Showcase is that in each of these countries, there are people from each country you go through. There are people from those countries working in Epcot in those countries to give you, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say, you know, if you go to the Germany pavilion at Epcot, you can say you've been to Germany, but at the same time, it's much easier to go to Orlando, Florida than it is to, you know, uh, Germany. But uh, Disney recently uh, put out an announcement saying, quote, if you've ever experienced the magic of traveling around the world and learning about the unique cultures and customs of 11 countries, all in the same day, it's likely you've been to Epcot and met some of our beloved cultural representatives in the World Showcase. Over the past weeks, we've started welcoming back the Disney cultural representatives who have come from far and wide to help us in our storytelling and to create authentic, immersive experiences for our guests. Disney cast members, crew members, Imagineers, and program participants represent a special community of people dedicated to bringing happiness and joy to the world. And as you can see, they have pictures of the uh, cast members, crew members, Imagineers, and program participants having fun, ha smiles, you know, it's, it's almost like Disney's putting this out there to draw people in. Uh, as you can see, these beloved magic makers are overjoyed to be experiencing their Disney cast lives. Uh, from their initial arrival day at the Flamingo Crossing Village, the new state-of-the-art housing complex for the Disney program participants, to their first week of on-the-job training at Epcot, these special cast members are getting acquainted with their new roles and have a blast doing it. Then they have some quotes from uh, a participant re uh, returning from Milan. Uh, so again, these are people who had to be sent home when the world caught fire originally back in March of 2020, when they, when Disney put the pause on this program, Disney picked up the phone and said, hey, if you want to come back, we got a spot for you. So it's good. A, not only is Disney restarting this program, they're bringing people back who had to go home because of this, who lost a paycheck because of this. They have another quote from uh, uh, somebody who's working in the Germany pavilion, who's from a small town in Germany saying, quote, it's so wonderful to be back and reconnect with all the people I used to work with. And I'm so excited to meet all the new people on my journey in quote. Um, so I'm very excited to see more cultural representation in the world showcase because going back to the ambiance and atmosphere the animal kingdom has as cool as that is i don't think anything can top the atmosphere of walking around the world showcase and part of what builds that atmosphere and makes epcot and the world showcase in particular so unique is this cultural representation because it has people from germany from mexico from England, from all these 11 countries that you have representation for, and it gives you a little taste of this. <laughs> it gives you a taste of all 11 countries. And I'm very glad to see that Disney is starting this program back up. And again, we're getting back to the way things work. Back to December all the time. Anyway, any Swifties in the chat? Sorry. We've... <laughs> <laughs> I just love Taylor Swift. Anyway, moving on, we're transitioning to Magic Kingdom, but keeping the Epcot vibes, sort of. It has nothing to do with Epcot. Mixed drinks with liquor coming to Magic Kingdom. What are you talking about? It has nothing to do with Epcot. You go oh. to Epcot to walk around the World Showcase and to yeah. get loaded. So mixed drinks. What Landon said, <laughs> Disney will be introducing drinks with liquor in them after previously only offering beer and wine at its table service restaurants. Mixed drinks with liquor will be coming to Skipper Canteen, Liberty Tree Tavern, and the Diamond Horseshoe starting September 13th. Here is a look at the mixed drinks coming to the dining locations. At the Skipper Canteen, <clears throat> Jungle Bird Cocktail, which will have Gosling Black Rum, Campari cane syrup with pineapple and lime juices. That sounds delicious. I was going to say that that's <laughs> out, that sounds really good. A very, very good drink uh, for that Florida heat. True. And then the next is still on the same track at Skipper Canteen. Golden Haze Margarita, which is tequila, Grand Marnier. 
I think that's how you say that. Agave yeah, that syrup, is. lime juice, and smoked chili bitters. That's Ooh. Like a... Ooh, that, that sounds like a very interesting margarita right there. I it looks like that. each place has two drinks. Celebrity Tree Tavern has what they call the Gold Rush, which is bourbon, lemon juice, and honey garnished with crystallized ginger. Ooh, I would get Simply down on that elegant. Gold Rush. Ooh, yeah. Gold Rush. Sorry, it's also a good song. Magical <laughs> Beaking Cocktail. Uh, gin... Blue Curacao, Minute Maid, Premium Lemonade, Alm- Almond? I don't I don't know what the, I don't Orgot, know how to pronounce Orgiot. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds too fancy for either you or I. Lemon, uh, hibiscus grenadine, and a souvenir glow cube. I've always wanted a souvenir glow cube. Staffers, I, I have I have like seven of them. R- can remind, I have one? Or, yeah, one thousand. You can have five <laughs> of them. Because... <laughs> just want a glow cube. It just sounds so cool. I will say we we've rattled through now four drinks. The magical beacon cocktail is the first one. I'm kind of like, eh, on the first I think, three. I think it's the or 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 I gotta figure out how to pronounce. Orgeet. <laughs> I'm doing the text to speech. Okay, it is a syrup, sweet syrup made from almonds. I just want to let everyone know that that's what that is you should make madame leota it's orjot it. yeah. it's orjot <laughs> no, no, no. i could though i really could um okay and then for the diamond horseshoe also has the gold rush oh so oh and also has the magical the liberty, beacon yeah. cocktail so diamond yeah. horseshoe and liberty tree tavern both share the same drinks skipper canteen i think i want the jungle bird cocktail that's my personal favorite i'm a rum girl so well, and uh, I'm I'm a bourbon uh, dude, Correct. so I would yes. go for the Gold Rush. Though so honestly, it's like uh, three of those four cocktails I would gladly try. And if somebody bought me a magical beacon cocktail, we, we gotta try it because it comes with a globe. <laughs> yes, Steffers, we have to try the adult beverage so we can get the piece yes, of plastic dude. that lights up. Let's. All right. Anyone else, <laughs> Team Glow Cube? Please, please side with me. <laughs> situation i'm feeling attacked oh no there's there's no attack on this front because in my uh foyer of my condo i have uh two uh pearls from trader sam's and inside uh my uh my pearls i have two glow cubes and whenever i have company over and i want to feel fancy i turn on the glow cube so i'm so fancy you already know because i exude uh being fancy because i you were i use words like Foyer. Or Orjot. Orjot. <laughs> you know, in college, I was in a few orge. Never mind. <laughs> for this podcast landing. Ah, ah, ah. All right. So part 17 of this lovely podcast. But to you, it's only part one because you, the lovely listener, get the edited version. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is painstakingly edited by me. Uh, I, I edit until my my hands are broken and bloody. No, that's that's that, that's, that's not so true. dramatic. Anyway, uh-huh. speaking of dramatic, September completely sold out, and four more October dates hit capacity for Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. I feel like we've done this song and dance a time or two. Steppers. Oh, we we've done it at least two times, if not maybe three times. I feel but... like we're like 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 y'all y'all. Y'all, I think it would save us time to read the dates that are still available. Nine days left. Yeah, there's only nine days left. Nine. Y'all, if if you and your party want to go to Mickey's Not So Scary this year, there is no longer any fence-sitting time left. There's like three or four dates that are 159. The rest are 179. You better get your wallets out. Get your credit cards. Go to my Walt Disney World experience of sites. (laughs) <laughs> dot com yeah that's 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 the url exactly word for word what steffers just said <laughs> but yes all of september's done and then uh october you have october 7th 14th 16th 20th 21st 23rd 25th 27th and 28th that's, that's it. it that is it if you want Which to sounded go- like a lot but like when it you're ain't. looking at this list is nine dates y'all that's nine dates and it might sound like a lot but remember the entire month of well august is over so uh again unless you're unless you're doc brown you can't go back and do that but we literally just started september there are no september dates left so 
If you have not gotten your ticket to Mickey's Not So Scary, you now have to wait a calendar month at the earliest to try and attend this party. And there are nine dates left. And I'm willing to bet that for those nine dates, the pool of tickets, it ain't a deep pool, y'all. So again, if you've been waffling on it, waffle time's over. Like, like this is- Don't forget to add chocolate chips to your <laughs> Yes, yes, make your waffles delicious. Go all Leslie Nope on it. Use a whole can of whipped cream on it. Like, What's wrong with using a whole can of whipped cream? I use whipped nothing. cream on my waffles and pancakes. What are you trying to say, Landon? Nothing, I just advocated me? it. I, I said, go Leslie Nope on it. That's a positive thing, Steffers. What, have you never watched Parks and Recreations? I actually haven't. I actually haven't. Oh, he's giving me a face. Moving on. Friendship and Some... podcast over until you watch Parks and Rec. It's the best so show many ever. Episodes. Anyway. But but yes. Um uh, Okay. Uh, by... I have some words. Okay, all right. Go for it. I have words about this next story. So if you have words about the previous story, buy your oh, tickets. Okay. Now. Yes, yes, buy your tickets now. <laughs> um I I actually get to attend Mickey's Not So Scary one week from today. And me and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend are very much looking forward to it. But I am so glad that I got my tickets when I did. Same. Like 1,000%. Because I would hate to have a trip scheduled thinking, oh, you know, I'll get the tickets closer to the time that we're going to be down there. And then lo and behold, they all got snapped up. Um, because that is what we're looking at. This event is going to sell out 100% across the board before it's all said and done. So get your tickets now if you want to attend. I would like to attend, but I also cannot get my tickets now. So, well, there's, there's you know, that stuff. It is what it is. But okay. this next story. So, so you have an opinion on this next story. Hold on. Well, I have a... Uh, opinion is very loosely, very loosely coined. But I'm just saying, let me preface this by saying, Tron is continuing testing with human riders at Magic Kingdom. And this is what I have to say about this situation. I will be back at Magic Kingdom in December. I fully also expect if there is no announcement at D23, which runs from September 9th, 10th, and 11th of this year in Anaheim, California, we're going to have some issues. Because that's what I got to say. We're going to have some issues because I fully expect an update on this ride, on Splash Mountain, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, Switcheroo. I expect, what, what else? Journey to of water to water through water of water Moana. Uh, once again, that's the name of it. Bless yes. you. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I was good at Photoshop because I would so make a mock-up <laughs> of that attraction with whatever the hell it is you just said. Because that yeah, was bless me. Thank you. I try. Um, I know that there's going to be a bunch of other things. I know we're not even talking about D23, but I'm just going to talk about D23 for two seconds. I just feel like the people deserve an update, and this is a great opportunity to give an update. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Marvel. I love, I love all the, all the things. I'm, I'm looking. There's a Simpsons panel. There's a Marvel thing. Just, I need, I need an update because I really want to ride Tron in December. And that is my selfish way of saying, please provide an update for Tron during D23 or else I will cry. I would be stunned if we don't get an opening date for Tron at D23. And I'll echo what, what you said. It's like, I, I I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love the Simpsons. At some point in my life, I'm going to have a or several Simpsons tattoos on my I body. I say Simpson babies. <laughs> um, I, I, I love the Simpsons, but I don't think I can love them that much, Steffers. Um, <laughs> so I love cute. Star Wars, but we have stuff like Comic-Con for those type of announcements. Oh, but there's more coming oh, at D23. 1000%, but but like D23 is kind of like the park's Comic-Con. So so like I'm I'm looking most forward to announcements for the parks at D23. Just okay. September just... 11th, Sunday, 
Hall D23. At 10.30, A Boundless Future, Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products. Will that include an announcement? I'm, you can't see my face, but if, I'm making a face. If it's going to be on the last day of D23, I would imagine they're going to have some sort of big surprise announcement because that's generally how these conventions and never been to a big one like this well i've i've never been to a big one like that or a big one like comic-con but i'm just going based on how comic-cons and that's fair go on stuff like that and yeah uh, i don't we'll, know but i'm we'll we'll cover whatever comes out of d23 it might take us course. a couple weeks because uh I don't know yeah. if you've noticed or, or if you've been paying attention. I'm going to be on vacation during D23, so I can't uh, cover it in the latest podcast. So, you know, whatever. Correct. But, um, you know, it's fine. We're fine. Just vacations happen and we'll just have a lot of content to cover when we make our epic return. One thousand percent. All right. I'm going to put well, you on the spot. Do you have no, any? No. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, uh, do you have any predictions for uh, D23? For rides or for movies or for? I'll say I'll say for stuff that pertains to the parks. But if you have anything like 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 any anything anything, but particularly for the parks, since I'm putting you on the okay. spot. This is half a half a hope and half a dream. I do think we're going to get an update on an opening date for Tron. Like an actual realistic, I, like I will. I don't know if it'll be by the end of this year, but I'm gonna get a, a solid date. Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh, we should get a date for when that's gonna close for refurb. In theory, this is the theory. And what else is happening in the parks that I, I mean, I thought those are the two main things. Like I. Maybe they'll give an update on Moana, but like, are we really, is that what we're saying? Ooh, you know what I actually like a surprise, like, like a surprise thing would be them announcing happily ever after coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steffers, uh, uh, wishful thinking there, but, but, but yes, that would, that would be a surprise announcement. That would, that would be uh, a big the thing ends in like a few months. They should you know tease march as we totally said on last week's podcast <laughs> right i don't actually remember if that was right but it's fine i think we said every month of, <laughs> of, of spring of 2023 so so we're completely covered when we said it steph <laughs> yeah i just feel like that's the opportunity that they're gonna they're gonna know no i mean they probably won't that's probably a little dramatic it'll probably just be tiana's tiana's bayou adventure and uh, tron but I feel like their main park news will be Tron. Unless they're adding stuff to Disneyland, but I haven't been there yet, so I can't say for sure. Yeah, but I that's mean, that's my it, predictions. I, I, I'm, I have no doubt stuff's coming to Disneyland, but that's kind of outside of my Disney bubble. No shade on Disneyland. I just kind of focus on uh, Disney World. Uh, I think we are going to get a definitive date for Tron opening. I think it's going to be this year, too. Uh, we are going to know. Maybe not when Tiana's is going to open, but when Splash Mountain is going to shut down for the refurb. Um, I think they're going to announce a nighttime parade in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, fingers crossed it could be the Main Street Electrical Parade making its return because that thing is dope as hell and I love it. And uh, if you get one pie in the sky wish, my pie in the sky wish they give smugglers run the star tours treatment where there's different like different runs you can go on hondo doesn't send you on the same mission every time that's a solid wish honestly i'm not gonna lie right i've only been on it once but now that i've been on it once and i know how it goes i'm like hmm, do i need to do it again right i mean like like yeah there's there's the whole Rewritability by by being a pilot, a gunner, and then no. But after you're a pilot, your first time exactly. No yeah. Yeah, I was literally it. about to say, God bless you if if, if you uh, are are punished by being an engineer. But I mean, like if if you told me it's like sometimes you're gonna go after uh, 
the what is it batteries that uh, Hondo sends you after on the original run, or sometimes you have to uh, escort a, uh, a a diplomat uh, through uh, through hostile space or something like that, or you have to uh, make like a covert run in a in an asteroid field or something like that. And it, it changes up every time. I think that could be really cool. And that would be a draw to make you want to ride smugglers run multiple times, as opposed to now it's like, and sure. I guess if I have time, I'll see if I, if, if, if I want to go on smugglers run. Right. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed it when I went on that for the first and last time since I haven't been back, but <laughs> yeah, that, that fun. first time, especially if, if you're a pilot and, and you're a star Wars fan, I mean, like mm, sitting, sitting in, 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 in Han and Chewie's chair and, and, and jump into light speed. And, and, and you say to yourself, punch it. Mm. That there's something about it, but we're going to stay on the star Wars realm because it's time for a segment that is Landon's favorite, and it is... Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. It is not called Oh, Lord. I mean, it could be, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It's it, it, it's technically my podcast, and Madam yes, Leota said it's it's the best podcast ever, so... That's true. Oh, Disney World auditions have opened for the following roles, and then I scrolled down and I saw the roles, and I was like, what? <laughs> so they are casting Darth Vader. Pause for dramatic effect. Chewbacca. Ooh. Y'all gotta be between 6'1 and 6'4 to be Chewbacca, but like, I need to hug a Wookiee and I still haven't, so like, that'll be a very emotional time for me. And then a Stormtrooper. There are very long descriptions that I don't feel like reading if Landon wants to read them, but the fact that I could know a Chewbacca. Just... Well, I mean, I mean, Steffers, you you already know two part Wookies between me, uh, me and Justin Monorail. We're we're Harry AF, as the kids say. So, it's oh my God, I'm 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 born for the role of Chewbacca. Wait, no. Oh, I I missed the height requirement. By I literally one inch. just said. Oh. Can you just wear platform shoes, maybe, to the audience? Oh yeah, yeah. I could uh, I could wear like high heels or something. Uh. Platform shoes will be enough. You don't have to wear heels. I don't know. I do have the legs to pull it off. My calves are amazing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Disney Live Entertainment is seeking performers to portray Darth Vader, Chewbacca for the Star Wars saga for immediate and future full-time and part-time roles. Performers will have the opportunity to bring these roles to life in addition to performing as the world-famous Disney characters at the Walt Disney World Resort near Orlando, Florida. For Darth Vader and Chewbacca, you have to be 6'1", 264, and for Darth Vader, uh, you have to be strongly placed presence, determined, athletic, with full range of body movement. And for Chewbacca, you have to be a warrior, loyal, athletic, slash energetic with a full range of body movement. And then for a stormtrooper, here is where everybody gets to make their aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper joke. You got to be 5'10 to 6 foot tall, athletic, energetic with a full range of body movement. So if you or somebody you know has always wanted to uh, portray a character from a galaxy far, far away, now is your opportunity. Head over to Disney's uh, website and check out those job listings and uh, may the uh, odds ever be in your favor and may the uh, force be with you. So all I heard from that is I'd be a perfect Darth Vader. Oh, 1000%. Yes, you are determined and you have a full range of body movement. Those are the, those are two things that everybody says about you, Steffers. Yeah, and I have a strongly placed presence. Sure. On the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I hate myself most days. It's fine. <laughs> I'm here all all week. It's fine. Okay. So what I'm going to do for my Chewbacca interview, since mm -hmm. I'm already previously stated, Harry AF, uh, I do need to gain a couple inches. So I'll just show up in the nude wearing high heels. And I think I got the role nailed. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it athletically slash energetically too, of course, because that's a requirement for the role. And and I can also show my full range of body movement as well. I guys, you're talking to the next Chewbacca. You're talking I, to the next Chewbacca. 
I barfed in my mouth just a little bit. I'm gonna move on to my favorite story. Well, of the hold day. up, hold on, hold on. No, no. We're, we're gonna stay, stay with Star Wars for a second because this past week marked the three-year anniversary slash birthday oh, yeah. mm -hmm. of Galaxy's Edge opening down Galaxy's in Hollywood Edge. Studios. And I was fortunate enough to be there on opening day, talking on riding Smuggler's Run. I was there for day one for the public with Justin Monorail and Old Man Frank. And uh, me and Old Man Frank were pilots for our inaugural run on Smuggler's Run, sitting in the pilot chair, uh, getting those batteries for Hondo. And so I wanted to ask you, Staffers, what are your thoughts three years in on Galaxy's Edge? What do you like? What do you dislike? Uh, what, what could they be doing better? What do you want to see when it comes to Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios? Chewbacca everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer to everything. No, I um I really enjoy Rise of the Resistance. I really like the new technology that they introduced and how they've implemented that into other various parks and rides. I will say the one thing that I would would have liked to see potential. Well, I don't know, but I I think the size. I feel like it should have been bigger. I feel like Galaxy's Edge could take over the world and be its own thing. So probably the size of Galaxy's Edge, but I love Rise. I love the interactive, not interactive, but I love the different things you can do, like build a lightsaber, build a droid, all the all those elements I really enjoy, and I'm, and I'm glad that they have implemented those. Um, what was something else? I haven't really eaten all the food there, so I can't really say. I would hope one day maybe that they could give us more stuff that they have on the West Coast. Or and maybe incorporate more of the newer shows and stuff where we've learned our favorite characters like backstories and journeys, like implementing those. I don't know how that would work in terms of like timeline and storylines and all that stuff. But I think that that would be really cool and more Chewbacca, but mostly more Chewbacca because I love Chewbacca. <laughs> I mean, yeah, more Chewbacca is always awesome. Um, um, I asked this same question on our social media earlier this week. Get at us at Does Does Disney. Uh, Nate said, would be great to see the Bantha ride concept happen. Something easier. Uh, would be the launch uh, to launch the quote-unquote shows originally planned for the rooftops. Uh, love the land, but it could definitely use a little kinetic energy, and, and I think the shows could help with that. And I think that's a great point because originally, when this land was pitched, uh, there were going to be several interactive shows uh, on the rooftops. You know, the resistance being chased by the. Uh, Kylo Ren and and his ilk uh, and stuff like that, and we do see we do see a little bit of that, but not nearly to the extent that we were initially sold Galaxy's Edge on. And uh, we were told, you know, there was going to be uh, droids and characters wandering around uh, to make Galaxy's Edge feel like this off-world planet of Batu, to make it feel like this living, breathing entity. Yeah, you're in a theme park, but not necessarily make it feel like, you know, you're in Orlando, Florida at Disney's Hollywood Studios. You're in this very unique place. And we do have some of that with the stormtroopers walking around and and and, and some first order uh, higher ups walking around and interrogating some guests and stuff like that. And you do see Vi, uh, the, uh, the resistance spy kind of lurking about and doing some inter interactivity. Maybe uh, with the introduction of Magic Band Plus, with the bounty hunter game, that'll introduce some aspect of that. I don't know, maybe th th that could be a stretch on my part and I'll fully admit that. But I do think having more of that would be cool to make it feel different, to make it feel more alive. And going back to what Nate says, I think having having those shows would make it, make it feel like it was initially pitched as. Um, with the introduction of Rise of the Resistance, I do enjoy Galaxy's Edge way more because before Rise was there, Smuggler's Run, it's fine. But I mean, as Steffers and I previously stated, once you've ridden it, 
despite there being quote unquote three different experiences you can have on the ride, there's really no draw to go back after you've done it once. I mean, yeah, okay, you get to sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, but it, unless you're the pilot, your experience is going to vary uh, depending on what seat you're in. And again, God bless you if you end up being an, an engineer and double God bless you if your pilot ends up being some five-year-old who finds every invisible wall to run into in space like I did on one run when I was uh, an engineer and my entire uh, ride was flipping switches and looking at a wall and not actually, you know, looking out the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. But um, now that Rise is there, it's a technical marvel. And when it's working, it's one of the best experiences anywhere on the planet. So, um, and food and drink, I mean, Oga's Cantina, I do think, it does bug me a little bit that some of their, some of their, or all of their drinks for that matter, are pre-mixed. So, uh, your options are limited, but at the same time, they're unique enough. It doesn't stop me from trying to make a reservation to Oga's every time I'm in Hollywood Studios. Uh, I think their beers are pretty dang solid. Um, and it's a fun, unique experience too. So I love Oga's. Uh, their food, very lacking in Oga's. They introduced a kind of space charcuterie board and it's a step in the right direction, but at the same time, I would like to see some better food options. I'm a fan of the Ronto wrap. I know um, that's a big hit with some people. And uh, bring back the uh, sour Sarlacc uh, because I know that was a favorite of May Monorail. So uh, do that uh, for May. But uh, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on Galaxy's Edge three years in? What do you want to see Disney do with Galaxy's Edge going forward? Get at us on Twitter, twitter.com slash does does Disney and uh, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Staffers, those aren't the words, you silly goose. No, they're not the words, but you know what are the perfect words to say to me? What's that? Cast rehearsals officially begin for Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. Those are the perfect words to say to you because you do like Fantasmic. I love Fantasmic and my favorite memories are of Fantasmic with my dad. Disney has announced the cast that cast member rehearsals have begun for Fantasmic at Disney's Hollywood Studios. A reopening date has not yet been announced, but we imagine that the Disney Parks chairman, Josh Tomorrow, will give Disney fans a reopening date at the D23 Epic expo in a couple of weeks oh so add that to my docket please yeah i was i was literally about to say we i can't believe neither one of us made that prediction because that well, one feels like it was literally staring us I in the face thought that they would just say it versus say it at d23 but then i realized when d23 is so that's very fair uh-huh when the show returns later this year there will be a new scene a removed scene and technical upgrades to the theater the pocahontas scene was removed if you remember we did talk about that previously and I can't remember what the new scene is was supposed to be, is going to be. They put Pocahontas somewhere else in the show, but yeah, the previous scene featuring Pocahontas oh, was- got re- it. Uh, when Fantasmic returns later this year, it will feature a new show sequence featuring Disney characters. I don't know why I didn't remember this, but Mulan, Elsa, Aladdin, Pocahontas, and Moana in heroic moments, as well as new technical enhancements. The new sequence will replace the existing Pocahontas scene. The scene will feature multiple characters and each will have their own moment during the new scene. It will also replace the scene at that specific slot in the show. Also, it's a bit longer than the current scene. Um, Mulan in Hollywood Studios, can you say slay? Man, if you thought you liked Fantasmic beforehand, Steffers. I might actually sob, I'm not gonna lie to you. (laughs) I might actually sob. Well, I'm I'm excited that we're getting closer and closer to Fantasmic returning because we've talked about it on previous podcasts and I think I've said it on previous episodes. It feels like part of Hollywood Studios is lacking. It feels like a big piece of the puzzle has yet to be put into place with Fantasmic still not reopening. So I'm excited that we're at least in the stages of cast rehearsals starting. So we are getting closer and closer to this nighttime show coming back. So that's that's exciting. Very, very much looking forward to A, hearing when this show is officially reopening and B, this show actually, you know, reopening. For the first time in forever. Nope, nope, that's Frozen and as we previously- Frozen is included in that new scene. So I'm gonna need you to calm down, sir, cause that fit perfectly. 
Okay, touche, Steffers. And uh, and another little bit of Hollywood Studio news. If you're a fan of buffets and dining in Hollywood Studios, uh, the Hollywood and Vine um, has returned to buffet options. Uh, it offers a breakfast option and a lunch slash dinner option. It is a character dining option as well. So if you and the little ones enjoy that, uh, be sure and put that on your list. And right now, the characters are in their Halloween get-ups. So... Uh, there is that as well. There is that as well. Sorry, I'm just in a singing mood today, like I am every single time we record the show. Um, but that was all the Disney news I had. Was there any other Disney news that you had? No, that's uh, that's 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 all I got. I was about to ask: Are is there any news across the Universal? I know. Uh, uh, across the Universal, Mickey's uh, scariest Halloween party officially kicked off this it week. It did, oh, and let boy. me tell you, Landon is in for a fun time, <laughs> y'all. Well, fun that's one way time. to put it. Yeah, uh, I believe it was Michael uh, got at us on Twitter uh, complimenting us last week, saying he enjoyed the episode, and he said, he "Oh, could, did he?" Yeah, he said he Thank could hear you. the excitement in my voice, and I said, "Thank you, I appreciate that." Excitement and sheer terror sound very similar, so thank you for for that, Michael. Uh, so I'm not attending Halloween Horror Nights this year, so I have been scoping it out for Landon, even though he probably didn't know that I've been doing that. So oh, I texted Jesus. Landon earlier, or last week, but by the time you're listening to this, and I was like, you're doing this house because people say it's fine. You're doing it, it's fine. And then he yelled at me, and he's still going into the house, so it doesn't matter. No, I'm not. Well, well, are are you gonna tell them what house you're 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 saying? Oh, the bug house. He's no. going in the bug house. No, it's no, fun. I'm not. It's, it's I'm. It's, it's a haunted fun. house made of bug staffers. Oh, you also might poop yourself in a house that I thought you could survive in, but I'm not gonna tell you which house it is because you're just gonna do them all. No, staffers, 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 staffers. What house? Hi. Staffers. How are you? Staffers, if you don't tell me what house it is, I'm not letting you do plugs. <laughs> That's fine. Everybody knows where to find me. Well, <laughs> damn it, you got me there. <sighs> okay, process of elimination. It's either the There's ten houses, dude. What how are you gonna process of elimination? There were there were a oh. few that I thought I, I I could I could pull off. I will say one. Um I I'm going this is half a spoiler, so if you care and don't want to be spoiled, skip like a minute. But I will say if you have a problem with blood, um, I heard that the weekend house is probably the goriest house of them all. Really? So. That is kind of surprising. And I heard a couple of the original concept houses, which I'm not going to ruin, were very, very good. So. I mean, I'm going to end up watching videos of all of them to see if I'll even consider going in them, Staffers. <sighs> Petition for Landon to just go in blind and no, enjoy it for no. what it is. Again, like 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 if 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 we were to get Caesar's sports book in here to set uh set odds of the number of houses Landon completes at uh Halloween Horror Night, the over under is a hard 0.5 right now. And ladies and gentlemen, the Landon Doan lock of the week. Hammer the under. I don't know. I have, I will say that if you have Express, you will definitely be able to get through all 10 houses. If you have, if you do stay and scream, you will get through a decent amount depending on how long you stay at the event, but it is possible to get through all 10 houses without Express. I say that every single year, um, but you will be doing a lot of walking and you will be doing a lot of screaming. Um, that's fine, Landon. You, you, I promise you, you'll be fine. Sorry, Steffers. I'm like watching. Fun yeah, as, photos as you and snicker and laugh as you say that, <laughs> Steffers, when I die of a heart attack, I'm going to come no. back and haunt your ass. That's fine. It's spooky season. That's to be expected. Well, well, you say it's fine now, but when it's like Arbor Day and I'm still ha I'm still haunting you, you're not going to think I'll it's fine. I'll fart then. in your ghost face. It's fine. Well, well, ghosts can't smell, Steffers. So, you know. You don't know that. You do not know that. Yes, Are I do. Right yes, now? I do. Because I'm actually a ghost. Crap. My secret's out. Steffers, hit the people with the plugs. Hello. My name is Steffers. <laughs> I've made it this far in this podcast. <laughs> I appreciate you for listening to our witty banter. 
Uh, you can catch me on my own podcast, Adventures with Steppers, which on Wednesday of this week, I will be uh, talking about the new Disney Dreamlight Valley game that is early access, uh, starts tomorrow when you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on drop day. Um, and I have a guest on and we talk about the overview of the game, what you can expect from early access, all the good things. So check that out, Adventures with Steppers and all your podcatching uh, platforms. You can also follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Adventures with Steppers. You can tweet at me on Twitter, AsianZing95, and you can catch me on Twitch streaming games like the Disney Dreamlight Valley game um, and Fortnite and other other things. You know, I, I do I do other things. Uh, Twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. And if you would be so kind and check out my blog, slash website adventureswithstuffers.com where I have tips and tricks if you're heading to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I have an overview of Disney Dreamlight Valley. I also created an overview of Hogwarts Legacy, which is another game coming out in 2023. And I have, you know, a bunch of universal tips on there. And I will be reviewing my very merry experience as well at some point when I go at some point, aka in December. So... Yeah, I was, I was gonna say you keep saying at some point, like like you know when you're going, Stephers. Yeah, I had a brain fart. <laughs> and I mean, like like it's a Christmas party, so like 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 there's there's I had a, a brain fart. It's not like Landon. you can go on Arbor Day when when Ghost Landon's gonna be. What if, maybe you. I can go on Arbor Day? You don't know my life. Well, that's true, but I definitely know Dis. Actually, Disney would be like a very special. Very merry on Arbor Day. Only $395 a ticket. Act and add it sold out immediately. Follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That you can follow me 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. That's where you can find stuff I did in the college radio era of my quote-unquote career. Uh... Uh, interviews I did with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Futurama, Venture Brothers, fun stuff like that. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station located here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern a Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app in the Newstalk 987 app as well. So, uh, Steffers, any final thoughts before we hit the dough? Um, I'm going to post a tweet and if it gets enough retweets and likes landon has to go through all the houses or at least five houses at halloween horror night so let's start this petition now thank you nope nope the management does not condone the views uh of of one steppers i I Uh, didn't ask management for permission i will uh, ask for forgiveness when he's haunting me and i fart in his face nope you know what just for just for those action steppers you are uh suspended and banned for the next two episodes so there you go Spoiler alert, there won't be two episodes for two weeks. Or there won't, words are hard. Well, well, first of all, that's a bold-faced lie because next week is a very special episode. Yeah, uh-huh, first of all, swear yeah. word. Um, uh, next week is a very special <laughs> episode because I'm on vacation, but me and the smoking Hot Girlfriend will be uh, dropping into your podcast feed to be talking about the vacation we're currently on, what she's looking forward okay, to. Okay, that was Inception, so I forgot about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, uh, and what she, uh, what, what, what is her mindset never having done a Halloween Horror Night kind of like myself? What her mindset is not being in quote unquote in this Diz Twitter bubble thing that we're all in for better or for worse. Spoiler alert for the worst. And then uh, the week after that, I might try and rope her in to give a uh, trip review as well, assuming she's still talking to me after the trip. So uh, we'll see what happens. But Steffers, you're in the penalty box. I'm bringing back the monorail penalty box. You're in the penalty box. I have ruled. So, uh, so for these. I have tweeted. (laughs) So for these suspended Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. Uh, Thank a cast member. Thank a team member, Disney and Universal. Thank your, take care of your cast members and take care of your team members. Even if your team members are going to be trying to scare the holy bejesus out of me at Halloween Horror Night. Uh, Without them, none of what you have happens. We love coming down to your parks. We tolerate spending all of our money. But again, without them, 
you got nothing. So take care of them and treat them like the rock stars that they are. And be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their life. And you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go in somebody else's life. And take care of yourself. I'm not talking just physically. I'm also talking mentally. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Set boundaries. So, uh, yeah, not going to be talking to you uh, in this format for a couple weeks. So uh, take care of I'm yourself. I'm sad. You're suspended, Steffers. I'm still sad. You're suspended. Double secret probation. It's a That's reference fine. you don't get because you're a noted young person. Um, I'll miss you too, Steffers. I cry. I'm sorry. Okay. You're not suspended. Thanks. You're, you're still my bud. Thanks. Love you, Steffers. Love you, Landon. Okay. All right. Well, and I love you, the lovely listener. Y'all are the best fans in the podcasting game. And it means the world that uh, y'all come along with me and Steffers every week. Give us a second, minute, or sometimes an hour of your time to talk about stupid, wacky crap that, you know, involves a mouse that takes all of our money. But here we are. Uh, Love you guys. So uh, take care of yourselves. And until we talk to you next time, you have been great. And we have been Daz Does Disney. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. I don't I don't think we need to do an actual episode this week. I think I, I think we nailed it. Done and done. <laughs> Steffers, hit your plugs and we'll head we'll we'll, we'll head to the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this a hush hush thing that only special people got? Exactly. It's the experience. I paid for a memory. And it just so happened to come with a lightsaber. Doesn't tell you what this smells like. It smells like profit. That's what it smells like. Okay. This fragrance was developed by Disney to celebrate the occasion and is being used throughout the celebration. Okay. So apparently it's a sparkling mix of natural elements from cedar wood and citrus to peony and apple blossom. And let me tell you, I'm pretty sure it's the peony that is the strongest of the scents. Well, I know I've gotten drunk before and I've peonied in my pants and it does smell pretty bad. So, oh, come on. Don't be fake. It bleeps it out. Disney will not read profanity. Noted Disney princess Deadpool would be very disappointed. Good morning, USA. I'll toss it over to my friend and noted young person, Steffers. Joe's does Disney is the best podcast ever we love dinos for you now we're gonna have her say orjot we're actually gonna have all three of them say orjot because i feel like an orjit mm, saucy orgy no he says jeet orjit orgy that sounds like orgy i was gonna say yeah i thought we said this thing was uh rated g for uh for families wow disney Mmm. Oh my. Are you ready? Sorry. Does does Disney is the best podcast ever. Go all Leslie Nope on it. Use a whole can of whipped cream. Waffle time's over. Friendship and podcast over until you watch Parks and Rec. So what I'm going to do for my Chewbacca interview, since I'm already previously stated Harry AF, uh, I do need to gain a couple inches. So I'll just show up in the nude wearing high heels. And I think... I got the roll nailed. Chewbacca everywhere. <laughs> That's your answer to everything. All right. I will talk to you, I guess, in a couple of weeks, Steffers. Well, I mean, this we way. We but... talk beforehand. Yeah, You're going to yeah. curse at me in the text messages anyway. Oh, 1000%. Most definitely that is going to happen. Does does Disney it's the best podcast ever. <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. 
So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that.